This episode of Into the Fae contains themes that may not be suitable for some listeners. Please see our complete list of trigger warnings in the show notes. Listener discretion is advised. Also, before we begin, this episode contains words from languages that this narrator is not wholly familiar with. Pronunciation will be attempted and failure will result. I would like to apologize in advance. No offense is intended. The boy nervously approaches the entrance of the old castle ruins. Say it, his friends shout from a distance. Cautiously, he draws in breath, screaming the incantation as loud as he can, turning tail and running immediately after. Lucky, too, as a small man lurked in the shadows, waiting to strike. Since the beginning of written history, stories have existed of unusual creatures residing in the hidden spaces of our world. The fair folk, the she, the good neighbors. Fairy. They exist in our minds and throughout almost every culture. Devas and sprites, pixies and dryads, they come in a variety of sizes and shapes. Humanoid creatures with magical abilities to bewitch and seduce their targets. They are both feared and beloved by many. Come with me as we travel into a world of wonder and magic, and discover what makes the Fae, what to do, or more importantly, what not to do, when you meet one, and explore the various incarnations from gnomes to kitsune. So sit back, relax, and join me as we enter into the Fae. What do you get when you put the hatred and malice of thousands of years of bloodshed into the body of a small, elderly goblin? You get a red cap. Inhabitants of the border between England and Scotland, the red cap, according to William Headsworth, is a short, stocky, elderly-looking elf, wrinkled and bearded, with long, prominent teeth, skinny fingers that bear talon-like claws, large, fiery eyes, and shoulder-length wiry hair. They wear iron boots, red caps, and carry an iron pike staff in their left hands. Despite their appearance, red caps can overcome the strongest of humans and are impossible to outrun. They live in the old, ruined castles, particularly those that have seen major torment and bloodshed, the foundations of which, legend says, have been bathed in human blood. They lie in wait and attack travelers who take shelter there by either rolling giant boulders over them or ripping them apart with their teeth and claws. If the traveler is killed, and they often are, the red cap will soak its cap in the blood, drinking the excess. It is said that a red cap will die if the blood on the cap ever dries, so they must kill often. There are two ways to escape a red cap attack, either by saying lines of scripture at them, or by brandishing a crucifix. If you do this, the creature will scream in agony and burst into flames, leaving behind a large tooth. Sir Walter Scott has said that every ruined tower in the south of Scotland is supposed to have an inhabitant of this species. According to Popular Rhymes of Scotland, written in 1841 by Robert Chambers, there was a game young boys played in order to prove their bravery. They would go up to a castle ruin, and shout into an open door or window. 
Red Capidasi, come ute yadar. Lift the sheck and draw the bar. According to Chambers, most boys run away instantly after saying this. Despite the Red Cap's reputation, not all of them are bloodthirsty murderers. The Perthshire Red Cap is actually a pretty nice guy. He lives in Grand Tilly Castle and will bestow good fortune on you if you see or hear him. The Dutch Red Cap, or Kabuter, is also fairly nice. Similar to brownies, they will do housework, such as warming the house with invisible fires, and will only leave if giving gifts of clothes. Another creature similar to the red cap is the powery or dunter. In fact, they are virtually indistinguishable from one another. The dunter makes sounds in the castle homes like the beating of flax, and if those sounds grow louder or longer, then usually it is said to predict a death occurring soon. The most famous of Redcaps was the familiar of Lord William de Solis, a tyrannical man who conjured Robin Redcap as his familiar. The Redcap itself caused much harm throughout Solis's home of Hermitage Castle, but kept Lord William safe. The poem by John Layden states, Lord Solis he sat in Hermitage Castle, and beside him old Redcap sly. Now tell me, thou sprite, who art makel of might, the death that I must die. While thou shalt bear a charmed life, and hold that life of me, Gainst lance and arrow, sword and knife, I shall thy warrant be. Nor forged steel, nor hempen band, shall e'er thy limbs confine, Till threefold ropes of sifted sand around thy body twine. William de Solis was said to be a practitioner of the black arts and a proficient sorcerer. He was also a cruel and evil man. The lore tells that in 1321, the king, Robert the Bruce, called for Solus to be put to death for his treachery. According to legend, On a circle of stones they placed the pot, on a circle of stones but barely nine. They heated it red and fiery hot, till the burnished brass did glimmer and shine. They rolled him up in a sheet of lead, a sheet of lead for a funeral pall. They plunged him in the cauldron red, and melted him lead and bones and all. At the Skelf Hill the cauldron still, the men of Littlestill can show, and on the spot where they boiled the pot, the wind and the deer hair ne'er shall grow. In reality, William de Solis was caught plotting against King Robert and imprisoned in Dumbarton Castle where he died, a story much less disturbing and horrifying as the legends say. A similar creature to the Red Cap is the Lie Erg, he is a water fairy found in Glenmore Forest and is a solitary creature. He can be found on roadsides near bodies of water. He is dressed as a soldier and is indistinguishable from a human soldier except for his right hand and small size. His right hand is deep red, stained with the blood of those he's killed. Similar to the Banshee, to see him is to get a warning of your death. If the Lai Erg sees you, he will raise his right hand and challenge you to a fight. If you choose to fight him, you will die. Even if you win the battle, you will still die within a fortnight. But if you choose to run or walk away, you may yet survive the encounter. The Red Cap and the Lie Erg are both violent and deadly creatures of Scottish folklore. I suggest if you are traveling in the Scottish countryside, you beware of them both, lest you find your life in sudden jeopardy. 
Thank you for listening to Into the Fae. This concludes this week's episode, written and recorded by me, Allie. The music today was The Seely Court by the late Glenn Reisner. Please like us and subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you would like to contribute to the show, there is a donate link in the show notes, or you can support us on Patreon or Ko-fi. I am looking into some goodies for our Patreon supporters, so if you have any ideas or just want to comment on the show, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IntoFayPodcast, or drop us an email at IntoTheFayPodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time.